0: the wolves howl and the crows watch and i daniel the keeper of arcane secrets bring you to what remains of the once sleepy town of radiance yukon it is mid-november in the year 1922 and this lonely freezing part of the world reflects the sinister lights that bounce upon the snow-covered town from the aurora borealis above Gigantic crows watch from the rooftops, and a massive wolf pack, led by a supernatural monstrosity, watch from the surrounding woods. Parts of the town are ablaze, most of the citizens are dead or mutilated, and all forms of transportation have been destroyed. Not long ago, a desperate encoded message was sent from the telegraph in the post office to the nearby military base of Fort London. The response? Evacuation forces are two days away. As survivors huddle in buildings, trying to escape their twisted and mutilated friends and families, a nearby Inuit tribe watches and waits to see what happens. As the smoke from multiple fires wafts toward the northern lights, a small group of frightened strangers have decided to abandon the mysteries of the valley and merely try to survive. The young and wealthy Charity Flanagan flees north of town with the brutally wounded detective Martin-Claude Noir, leading five civilians, including a Cherokee man named Wash, a young girl Christine, and a frightened young train worker named Peter Black. They run for a shed on the outskirts of town where the crippled mother and her daughter are cowering in a secret underground chamber. Charity and Detective Noir, among others, had promised to find the crippled woman's missing husband. They discovered an unconscious man in a prohibition smuggling cellar beneath the inn, and while the bartender, Leona Harmon, identified him as the missing husband and father, a quick search of his pockets revealed that he had lied to her for an unknown reason before succumbing to some vicious wounds his identification named him as a defense attorney named Reuben Ward. Now they try not to jostle him on a makeshift stretcher, as the townsfolk all seem to be distracted at the kennels. Meanwhile, Nurse Gertrude and her secretive protector Gunther hesitate in the inn with the mountain of a man known as Moses T. Ripley. Moses, Or rip to his friends, has learned of an Inuit chant that seems to repel the robed figures who have been following them, and he wants to use the broadcast radio in the post office to blare it across town. Unfortunately, he has also learned that the radio is missing an integral component, the capacitor. He debates where they could find a new one while he crouches in the darkness with the nurse and the strange hunter that always seems to follow her around. But what do we really know about the big bearded miner who calls himself Rip? Allow us for a moment to reach into his history and uncover his truths.
1: My name is Moses T. Ripley. I'm also known as Rip to my friends, and I'm played by Adam. I'm 36 years old, and my occupation is an ore miner by trade, but I want to mine for gold. I'm originally from just outside Minneapolis on a small farm. And the reason I'm coming to Radiance Yukon is because I'm looking for an undiscovered gold mine up here that maybe maybe nobody got to during the gold rush. I fought in the war, the Great War what will be known as World War One. I. I was a tank mechanic. I didn't see a whole lot of action, but I did see a little bit, and I saw kind of the shell shock of the others around me. I'm a pretty big guy, six foot six and 240 pounds, and I got a big ass black beard. Because of what went on in the war, my hands are pretty calloused and scarred up, and you know, I've got an intimidating frame. People don't immediately trust me. I went through a little bit of a personal crisis during the war, I got called home early, to take care of the mother's farm because all three of my brothers were dead. Uh, Joseph was a pilot and Richard and Jordy were uh, were infantry. They actually found Richard and Jordy curled up together dead on the battlefield. It took a toll on my mom, so I had to come home. I have been working at the iron ore mine, but it's not enough to keep the farm afloat. So I've t- I decided to come up here and hopefully find an investor and maybe find an appropriate mine shaft to work. I still have the necklace uh, with all three dog tags around my neck, and I wear my my younger brother's flight jacket. It's kind of worn and tattered, but the leather's still holding up for now. Mechanically, uh, my main two statistics are uh, strength and constitution, but I'm pretty fucking big, so. Uh, my worst two stats are power and appearance, uh, but I ain't ugly, don't, don't you fucking think I am. My luck is average. My sanity starts at 65, and I have a whopping 17 hit points. The investigator skills that I'm most proficient with are fight, brawl, listen, spot hidden, stealth, mechanical repair, and electrical repair. And it's a pretty good thing that I'm up here in Radiance because I also got a knowledge of geology. Honestly, I'm not very wealthy, but I've got a winning fucking personality. You can check out my player, Adam, on Instagram at Rusty Styrofoam.
0: Now, sitting in the abandoned bar at the Wolfjaw Inn, he watches Charity and Detective Noir disappear with the survivors into the snowy glow of the shifty lights in the sky, and he plots with a hunter and a nurse about how to proceed, while inside his backpack, six sticks of dynamite lay ready for destruction. Breathe deeply and settle in to the penultimate episode of The Deep dark of radiance. You two are taking off with all of the survivors that you currently have.
2: Yeah,
0: you guys are going to take off with them and head up north. So while you go, I would like for you to roll stealth check, and you are rolling with penalty because of the crowd you have. This is
2: bullshit. I have failed. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you guys are almost at it.
0: You guys are running up Main Street. And as you do, uh, you hear a curse behind you. You guys had built a rough cot, if I recall, that you were going the to stretcher. use. A stretcher. Yeah, a stretcher that you're going to use to drag Reuben around, the unknown unconscious man up until this point. You guys hear a curse as that breaks behind you. And as it does, you guys notice two or three crows come and land on the buildings on either side of you. Um, you guys are just up by... Um, basically on the other end of the Wolfjaw Inn and where Lee Feng Hong Laundry is. And as uh, you stop with this thing broken at your feet, you look over to your left and inside of Lee Fung Hong's uh, laundromat, you see something shifting and moving
2: within there. Okay, well, I think I'll uh, stop. Charity, et- all right. Uh, and we'll... I guess, sneak up to the window and look in? I don't wanna do that! Oh, you just keep running? <laughs> I'm gonna run! Okay, well, I will- Charity's decided she runs away. I- will. can I see from where I am what's inside? You could roll a spot hidden if you'd like. I shall do that. Do I have any kind of penalty? I feel like I do. I'm just gonna get ready to run. Oh, this could be good, this could be good. I'm going to use a point of luck to pass this check.
0: In the darkness of the laundromat, you see a glimmer of something shine in the eerie red light that is kind of cast over everything as you guys are wandering around basically at night because it is the deep dark. And you hear a click.
2: Oh, God, I've played enough games to know what this is.
0: <laughs> With your military experience, you understand what it, is, look, yeah. what it looks like to look down the barrel of a rifle. And you hear a click. Now you have an option. You can either a do nothing, or you can duck for cover.
2: Okay. I will. I'll duck for cover, yelling, Charity, to come and help me. Okay. (laughs) Roll a dodge. Not good. It's half right. What? Well, he's clearly no. He hasn't fired at me yet, has he? Ducking for cover is the act that you could take when someone fires a firearm at. Well, I guess I'll push this roll in? Oh, shit. That's not going to work. I'm going to push this roll. You got this. Is that okay. a, a hard... It's a dodge. Um. Well, I'm going to put three points of luck in it to make sure that I succeed this. Okay. Because I needed ten. The sound of glass shattering erupts
0: through the air as a rifle slug shoots through the window and embeds in the wall behind you. Oh. It zips by your ear as you hit the deck. I need dexterities of the people who are present.
2: Dexterity checks?
0: No, just I need your dexterity score as we work initiative, because you're in
2: combat. Oh my god! 80. Uh, 46. <laughs> Do I
3: have
2: any dynamite? I got Molotovs so I'm totally okay, cool. Okay, so Detective Noir
0: is first. What oh, was your dexterity?
4: Forty-six. You have to do
0: You could run away. It is an option. As you hit the deck, you hear the sound of a gun quickly reloading and yep. steps retreating away from you. inside you of to up.
4: Was that person
2: just lying?
0: Yeah. Because it is your turn, at now you, because you ducked for cover, your turn is passed over. You basically could pop your head up on your turn. Your next turn, you could do something. And on his turn, he reloaded his weapon and ran away.
3: Um, Charity. I'm going to lift up my rifle and get ready. Do I see anybody?
0: Roll a spot, okay. hit him. I want oh, you to shoot that motherfucker. Nope. 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 Yeah, you don't see anything inside. There, there's some like shifting movement in, inside of uh, the laundromat, mm-hmm. but uh, you can't, there's nothing to really aim at. Okay. You note uh, your NPCs have kind of all collapsed upon each other and they're covering the body
2: of the unconscious man who's there with them.
0: That would make it Inspector Noir's
2: turn. I saw him run out the back of the building. Yeah, this you- person. How tall is this building? Uh, it is about a. It's
0: got a second floor to it, so it's about a twenty-foot building.
2: I got enough Molotov to pull this off. You're throwing a Molotov over the building. He ran out the back of the building. There's a big spread of Molotov mm-hmm. cocktail. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Because there's no one else around shooting me, right? Nothing yeah. you see.
0: Roll, but you have penalty because you cannot see your target. We
1: can to go to the uh machine and as well.
0: You guys do hear, the 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 other three of you, do uh, do hear a rifle shot go off and it's sound a glass shatter. Good. Mm. And they just left the end mm. What do I usually roll for this? Throw.
2: Okay. Well, no.
0: No. You throw this thing up. We didn't need the laundromat, did we? And as you do, you kind of scare off one of these crows, and it flies off in one direction, and as it's beating its wings, it manages to hit the glass bottle, which kind of tumbles off to one side. The um, bottle hits the side of the uh, laundromat and kind of rolls off the hill, oh, sorry, off the slope of the roof, and then falls between the two buildings of the inn, and the laundromat. Okay. And you hear glass shattering. Orange light pours out of the hours.
2: Yeah, but the building next to it's already being blown up.
0: On the other side of the building. Which would be the back of the inn, you have also lit on fire. Can you just lit the inn on fire? You hear another gunshot ring off. And it shoots past you. It misses by a mile. And it embeds in the wall behind you. And then you turn your head to see the back door at the back of the laundromat open up. And you see the silhouette of a, uh, of a man. This guy's got a gigantic rifle. And he turns and looks it down the way at you a little bit. And he is an older man. Maybe in his early 60s. He looks dirty and his eyes are wild. And he slams the door behind him. Cherry. Do I see all like, this? Oh. Uh, you are actually just far enough back to see that the Molotov cocktail that Detective Noir has thrown has ended up rolling down the roof of the laundromat, landing in the alley that you could see down, and now is has absolutely engulfed the side of the laundromat and the side of the inn in flame.
4: Okay, um, I'm gonna keep moving with the others, and I'm gonna yell for Detective Noir to
3: just...
2: Come on! <laughs> I will come.
0: What are you guys doing with the <laughs> broken sled that you guys, like, uh...
2: Stretcher. 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 I, There's
0: NPCs I mean, in the Yeah, but you have... I mean, Wash could carry him. Peter Black is uh, limping as he's going. But you can do Wash. You can get Wash to pick him up and carry yeah, him. Yeah, Wash can Le- carry him. Leona will not be strong enough to do it. Neither will Christine. Wash can carry him. Wash can carry him? Okay. Wash bends over to pick up. I like, can carry him. I'm mm-hmm. 5'4", 130 counts. Fair enough. Um, Wash bends over, and Wash is like 6'1. He's a big guy. Oh, bear. well,
2: yeah, he could definitely right? carry him.
0: Uh, he bends over and picks up uh, uh, Ruben. And the bunch of you take off yet again. Are any of you going to pursue who this unnamed shooter was? No, anymore. No, anymore. Okay. You guys take off. Make your making your way down the alley. I need another stealth check. I... Uh, it is definitely a disadvantage now. Uh, so you get a penalty dice. I'm now. just gonna be
3: running. I'm
4: just running. Thirty-two.
0: So fails. Okay. You guys make a lot of noise as you're carrying through, and you manage to get up to uh, Broadway, take a left, and you are running towards the train tracks. Mm -hmm. As you get there, as you pass the rubble of the building, which was the general store that you guys blew up, you make your way just past the building when another gunshot goes Mm -hmm. off. Again, sailing just wide of your head. Mm -hmm. And as you look, you see crouched amongst the rubble, You see that same old man, his hair uh, salt and pepper and just absolutely ragged, just strewn about. And he's got this gun trained on you and he spits on the ground and is loading another bolt inside of this gun.
2: How Um, far away from me is he?
0: He is about 20 yards away, 30 yards away. Fuck this guy. Um, It is Charity's turn.
3: I'm gonna turn around and
2: kind of say, stop, don't shoot.
0: Okay. Roll a persuasion. 86. That is a success. 86 is a success? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Detective Noir, what would you like to do? I guess I will not shoot him. I will... uh, I will... What's my health like? Oh. I will hide behind Charity and say... Wait, stop! (laughs) You hear the ravings of a man who
0: has lost his connection with reality. And he starts to scream at you, uh, calling you um, creature of nightmare. You need to be put down like the rest of these heathens. And he takes a shot. With an extreme success. Uh, What (laughs) would you like to do? You um, can dodge. You could uh, sorry. You could duck for cover, or you can get shot and take a lot of
4: damage. Um, or you can get shot. I'm you gonna... duck for cover.
2: It takes your turn up for three days. So. <laughs> 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 I so I'm gonna, you gonna try to dodge. A long rest <laughs> You're gonna try to uh, duck for cover.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. You dive to the side.
3: Ooh, 26.
0: 20
4: you need a hard success for this mm-hmm. No, so close. Okay, I'm gonna spend um, uh, six luck to make it work.
0: In related news, who are you hiding behind? <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Brave charity. How do bullets work? Yeah, but how tall are you? You. <clears throat> I don't know. How tall? How tall? Five are you? four. dog. Five... Oh, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> You're six foot one. <laughs> and an extreme success means you got hit in the head, therefore you moved out the way and went <laughs> over top. Basic math, Dan. Yeah.
0: You can roll for a duck and, co- duck and cover as well. Because now I'm being shot at. Because with Charity's success of uh, her dodging out of the way, that bullet
2: will now hit you. Oh! oh. For the internet out there, that was a two which
0: is an extreme success. <laughs> yeah. What? You suck it. You hit the deck as well and yeah. you hear the the soft pfft of snow erupting behind you as this bullet makes contact with it. He sits there and you hear the sound of him reloading his gun again. And out of urgency, he's going to shoot at you while reloading, which is something he can do. Um, however, he shoots with a penalty, and because you are also down and ducked the cover, he gets another penalty die. Nice. So he is going to shoot at, actually, Charity, with double penalty dice. Which, unfortunately, is a success. Oh, my God. So, uh, but not a hard success. You're, you're only going to take normal rifle damage here. How
4: much is
2: that? <laughs> um... You're only going to take normal rifle.
0: (laughs) I would like for you to take three damage.
3: This is an outrage. Mm. Now I have six hit points. Yeah, Yeah,
0: so as a small caliber bullet drags across your uh, arm, it opens up your expensive travel clothes, which you have so far kept relatively... (laughs) clean <laughs> and flawless. Mm, nice. uh, but now you see someone has made you bleed your own blood. Because both of you ducked for cover on your turn, the previous turn. Mm. It would bring it back to the top of the initiative order, which is Detective Noir. What would you like to do? How far away is
2: he again? He's about uh, 20 to 30 yards. And If I move towards him, can I do my three shots with my ruler? Yes. Well I just need to move to get within range of 15 yards.
0: Well, he's within 20 so i mean if you move your full move
2: of six you will decrepit man uh you should be able to get close enough to okay i'm going to fire three shots would you like me to fire all three and then tell you which one's hit uh yes please so it's going to be a hard success right yes it does
0: oh uh, wait one second
4: oh, oh come wow. on <laughs> wow come on that is mm.
0: you have to roll with penalty because he's ducked behind some cover
4: right now
2: What do I gonna get, 38? And what did I get, 45? I'm blasting seven points of luck into the first shot to make sure I hit him. Because I have three hit points, so I need to hit him. That's two shots hit so far. Okay. Third shot.
0: You have been rolling insane.
2: Boom, boom, boom. All three. Nicely done. Roll damage for all three, my friend. Uh, I got 24 points of
0: damage before you go. Okay. You manage to clip him in the shoulder with one of the bullets, and he, like, actually, like, embed in the shoulder. And you see his arm go limp, and he screams out in pain, and he reaches for it, moving himself into a more open position. You catch him with your second bullet in the neck, cutting his, the noise he's making off. Uh, this wet, gurgling noise, the only sound left as you drill that last bullet into his chest. He hits the ground, dead. However, with your history of shooting people, I need for you to roll a sanity check, please. Oh, is that 57?
2: My sanity is 57.
0: You get a brief, like, vision, but your training and mental fortitude has permitted you to be able to move past this, and you see on the ground this dead man who is wearing priest's smocks, who has, laying on the ground next to him, a standard hunting rifle, Mm. and... What would look like uh, another uh, small little pouch on the side that jingles with rounds?
2: Okay, um, I'm going to go, Charity, can you cover me while I investigate this body?
0: There are crows standing and looking at you from all corners of every building, and you start to hear the gentle thrumming of either heavy footfalls or a group of people walking in unison. And it's getting louder and louder towards you.
2: Okay. Rip. Gertie. Gun.
0: You've heard several gunshots go off. What would you like to do? (laughs) So we're still in the inn at this point? You're still in the inn at this point. Have we smelled smoke yet? Not yet. Okay. So the three of us are going to head to the laundromat. You uh, (laughs) grab your stuff and you make your way out. And this is when you hear a three-shot happen further up Main Street. I'm going to stop. I'm going to look at them and be like, did
1: that come from the direction of the laundromat? I would imagine. I, imagine. Yes, I would imagine funny. so. Roll a listen. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Me neither. The worst <laughs> hunter ever.
1: <laughs> so I look at them and go, with my hard success, yes, yes, it did, guys. So I'm maybe, maybe, maybe we should head to the uh, to the mill, to the milling machinery, and get the capacitor from there instead.
4: I want to look around, see what's going on outside here. I get a hard success for spot hidden. You see,
0: uh, on the edge of all the buildings, all the way around you, you see these large five foot crows with their red eyes. Are they looking at us? Uh, and they are looking straight at you all the way around on the perch of every building and like you see them you see another couple dozen of them flying up in the air you do hear the sound of um, chanting with your with your heart success you you hear the sound of chanting and as you lean out you see the crowd that is this two dozen cultists Mm -hmm. who you saw before moving their way up um, Church Street, away from the kennels. And as they move past the kennels, you see
4: the kennels are on fire. Seems like a good distraction to sneak over to the machine shop.
1: Yep, let's go to the, the Watson million machining. Okay,
0: uh, roll stealth. If you guys want to move stealthily, if you don't, then don't worry about
4: it. Okay. Uh, extreme success. Oh, sorry, no, no, just a hard success. Ooh, that's yeah, not bad. That's
3: actually not bad for me. That's a regular success.
0: Okay. Uh, you guys sneak up along the side uh, of King, jo- King George Boulevard, and you take a quick little turn around McGregor Lodging, which is a large residential building, um, a three-story condo building of sorts, um, very big-box store kind of looking thing. You come upon this large statue in the middle of the town, which is... Um, This large circle that's on the map there. And it is this 15-foot statue of the person who founded Radiance. Years upon years back. This is the guy who found gold originally in this valley. And started the first gold rush uh, inspection of this valley. He's the guy who, I think his last name was McGregor. Um, He was the guy who originally dug the cave that you guys did not go into. (laughs) I need for all of you to roll sanity saves, please. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Ooh, oh my.
0: Super yes.
3: On the nose. On the nose? Mm-hmm. That's a success? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, you guys look up and you see draped on this thing, you see three eviscerated and flayed bodies. Their their tendons and organs have been strung out from the statue on like connected to the other building. And they're just hanging off of him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and his uh, body on this thing has been scraped and scarred. The, the actual stone itself of the statue has been marred so that there is no face on him anymore. And it is just this uh, black with blood, tall shape of a man standing there amongst eviscerated bodies. Oh, fuck that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gertie
3: does this, it's just like hand over face, go, 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 go. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, you guys make your way to the corner of Broadway and King George to see that the um, the kennel itself is up in flame, and you see several dead bodies, kind of in front and around this. You would actually recognize um, this building as the one you originally um, started encountering the weird cult-like activity of this town. Yeah. Um, You guys look up Church Street and you see the cultists as a whole flooding into the church, which is right next to the kennels and right across the street from the mill shop. You guys, however, are standing on the corner right next to the mill shop itself. Um, No one seems to have seen you or in terms of cultists, you do note that the crows are kind of keeping their distance from the flame. Um, It is kind of keeping them abated. And off to the side, they're they're flying around it, but none of them are looking kind of directly at it. Um, and as such, you guys have this moment of uh, anonymity. on want to say in the town, like
1: you guys feel secure. Do you guys want to meet me inside as I pull out dynamite and look at the church? Oh, bad! Yeah. <laughs> Full of cultists.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, sure, let's just
1: murder
4: a bunch of people. Hold on, you're the one that can fix the machinery.
2: Okay. Give me the dynamite. Oh no, I've seen this movie. Here we go. I've seen this. Gun. Tell him how you feel. Gun. You let him go. I appreciate
1: head. you as a human being, and your feelings are valid, my friend. I hope now that you're three days from
2: retirement, <laughs> getting too old for the shit. <laughs> a solitary tear rolls from beneath ripped sunglasses. Be be good, my friend. Here, I'll take, be, take I another, I just got in case. Of these two.
1: How how much dynamite are you giving him? Two sticks. Of how much left do you have? Uh, I have many sticks. Hold on. I have six sticks, so now I have four. I believe
4: in you. I don't.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, do me a quick favor, uh, Rip. I need you to roll a. Um, so your, your life hangs in the balance. an An educational, go, please. An education roll? Yeah. Alright, what is this for? Um, see if you're smart enough. No, no, no. Yeah, just
1: roll it. Is it in intelligence general. or education?
2: Education. You get advantage if you're privately educated.
0: Mm. Uh, you know, I'm gonna blow the one... No, I'll just stick with the hard success. The hard success? Okay. Um, you would you would know that judging by the sturdiness of this uh, church, which you could see off this, it's And knowing your history, knowing that most of these early to late 19th century towns, when they built the things around, the sturdiest, the most secure, and the uh, best built building in the entire town are always the church. Um, They're the places people would go if there was any sort of uh, danger or whatnot to the town. So they built them well. Two sticks of dynamite is not going to be enough. The good news is that if you smash
1: a window and throw them in, it will contain the blast and do extra damage to people <laughs> yes. inside. <laughs> yes. So, do you want me to do it? Are there windows? Are they shuttered? There are windows. They're shuttered. All right. Well, then I will hand you all six sticks, apparently. From the outside. Oh, well, then oh, open a the fucking window. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Is it? Yep. Take Gertie, you'll be fine.
3: <laughs> I want nothing to do with burning a church down.
1: No, uh, I understand. We have a narrow window here to do this. And uh, something tells me that the gods of Radiance are unforgiving and arbitrary. And so perhaps we should <laughs> whack this
4: quickly. I will sneak over to the church with two sticks of dynamite. Hey! It. Roll stuff of stealth. It's Off to a good start. Whoop. Um, That's a hard success.
0: You <laughs> slip into the darkness and you make your <laughs> way up to the alley between. <laughs> Standing in front of you is the Oblate of Mary Immaculate. It is a large Catholic church. Mm. There are large uh, stained glass windows higher up on the second story. There is these large wooden doors, thick and iron clad, that have been closed... Um, you hear uh, chanting starting to come from the inside of this building, and there are several windows on either side, on all sides, that have been
4: shuttered closed. How easy would it be to open these shutters? Do I think? Uh,
0: from the way you're looking at it, should be pretty easy to do. But um, do me a favor, roll an intelligence check.
4: Eight. That's uh, extreme.
0: Uh, you would know that if you open the shutters, if you open the shutters on a the side of the building that has the gigantic bonfire that's currently going on behind you, they will know. However, it's also the only way you're going to light it. Do you have a lighter?
4: Yes, okay. I do. Okay. I've got a bunch of matches, too. All right. I'm going to pry one open just enough so that it's it's free to move. And then I want to get the dynamite ready so I can open it and throw them both in, shut it again, and run like hell.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, I need for you to do me a favor on a couple of rolls here. Um, let's roll a sleight of hand for opening this thing quietly.
4: Is there something else we can Let's use? go
0: with a sleight of hand for opening this thing quietly. How bad did you fail? Uh, that's a
4: 68 to a 10. I needed a 10.
0: Well, the 95 for their listen. So you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you open the door. <laughs> they and and chanting There so so is a large, large creak. And as you open this door, you get hit with this wave of chanting that has kind of rushed over you. There is... Uh, inside, they have uh, what looks like several uh, unconscious forms that they are holding up above their heads and moving towards the center of the church. Where on the main altar at the head of the church, they have this grotesque, blasphemous thing set up. And they're putting these bodies on top. A couple of them are tied up and struggling as they are dropping these bodies onto the altar.
4: Well, they're dead anyway, so let's continue with the plan. (laughs) Yep. Do it. Do it. What are you doing? I'm throwing these two sticks of dynamite in. I'm going to light them and throw them. I need for you to roll two throw checks, please. Well, that's not a good idea. (laughs) Do it. Oh, Oh, what the? (laughs) That is not a success. Oh, God. Not what you want to hear when it's dynamite. (laughs) I don't think I can burn that much luck. You can push it. No, that's a worse idea, Dan. Nope, I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm doing. Do the other one. <laughs> that one is not successful either. Uh, I could burn enough luck though. Uh, oh, jeez. Yes, I will burn some luck for the second one, which gives me three luck left.
2: Just so I painted this picture correctly, you have two sticks of dynamite. You threw one; it bounced off the window frame and back at your feet. So you just immediately attempted to throw the other one, <laughs> but then that one missed. So then you poured luck into it to make sure that that one went in. But yet there is still a stick of dynamite. Probably and
1: missed. I'm running like
0: hell.
2: Okay. And he's running you. like hell.
0: And I like to point out, both sticks of dynamite are inside the building. Okay. That was a given. If he fumbled, that is the only way that these would have been outside the building. What I was asking him to roll the throw for was how far away from him these sticks of dynamite got to make his run away. Maybe better. So, um... I had to burn 31 luck. Fine. Okay, three left. You, with your elbow, shatter open one of these sections of glass, and you hurl these two pieces of dynamite in. One of them barely clears uh, the pew that is directly in front of you. The other one doesn't even get that far. It lands in the pew ten feet in front of you. You turn and you haul ass... The church explodes, specifically the side of the church that you're in, because you are less than ten feet away from a sick of dynamite. Dave, I need for you to roll a dexterity check with double penalty.
2: Oh my
4: god. That's a one and a fifty-one. And a ninety-one.
2: Oh shit. I'll burn
4: one luck to make it a pass. Oh, okay. God. Well done. You're gonna take
2: five damage. Uh, is that all? How many hit buttons do you
0: have? In Three. Let's go get a nurse. You see stone and debris shower forward. And you actually manage to get clipped in the head with one piece. And as you're spinning, a larger chunk hits you in the chest. You go down with this heavy piece of stone on your <clears> chest. <throat> I need for you to roll a constitution save.
4: I was not successful.
0: Okay. We will get to you in a minute. Rip and Gertie. Oh, I'm just going to break my way in. Okay.
1: Let's go.
3: Are we breaking in a window on this side, or are we trying to go no, in
1: i i No, I'm
0: going and I want to be away from where the church is. Okay. So, like, along. Okay. You guys cut okay. into the alley, and you see a uh, there's actually, because this is a machinist shop, there's a large bay door, and then as you go down, it- there's uh, there's another normal standard door to get into the back of the machina shop, as well as uh, a large brick wall that is basically closed down. Well, you know, you see the... barrels of oil and... and uh, um, are there any windows? Up on the second floor, there are. On this floor, there aren't. Um, except for there is a uh, window on the door, and that's it.
1: Okay, well, I'm just going to smash the window on the door and then reach through and unlock the door.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: going to use my shovel for this. Just smash. You
0: smash through the window um, and there's a resulting smashing noise and you hear the sound of glass falling. You reach in and uh, grab the handle of the door, turn it and unlock it and the door swings open. You guys make your way in. What are you using for a light source? Because as you walk in it is pitch black.
1: Uh, I'm going to hand you a lantern. Oh, cool. And, it, I, and I will light it and uh, I'm also going to arm myself with my sh- trusty shovel.
0: Okay. You go over and with, uh, what are you using <coughs> to light it? Just a lighter? Or is it a yeah.
4: match? Yeah. Okay. No, a lighter.
0: You flick the lighter and uh, takes you a couple attempts, like a good couple seconds for the light to catch. And as you hit that light uh, the last time and you see the flame go, you hear a deafening boom and the ground rumbles and all of a sudden light fills this room for the barest of seconds. How big
1: is this room, then? If we're in the back. Um, and
0: you're, you're in a large mechanic's shop. Okay. Like, this door leads you right into the back of the mechanic's shop. Cool. And uh, you see, through the front bay windows, you see this bright flash of orange and white light um, already extending um, beyond the light that the burning kennels across the street is bringing into the building. And you hear the thuds and the uh, Smacks of the rock and rubble hitting the side of the building. You hear glass shattering above you. You hear the crows lose their crap. All of a sudden, this this uh, the sky fills with the cars and the screams of the crows as they are spinning around.
3: I would probably run to the front and look at the window and down the street to see what what the array looks.
1: I'm then going to pull out the big ass flashlight that I have and start looking at the. You get your eyes on gun. I'll find the capacitor. I don't
3: even know what we're looking for, so I'll have a look.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Roll
0: a spot hidden.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that is. I'll spend two left to make that a pass.
0: Okay. Rip. Spot, uh, roll spot a hidden. spot hidden, but it'll be. Uh, you need a hard success to find some, what you're looking for here. No. Nope. That's failure. Do you want to push it? Do you want to spend luck? I will spend luck
4: for okay. extreme
0: uh, You are digging away through uh, um, basically this, this wall of miscellaneous uh, car parts, radio parts, Basically, anything electrical or mechanical, there's train mechanisms in here. You're digging through it all, and you're able to actually categorize some of this as you go with your expertise. And you do manage to find, buried in the back, an old grease-soaked box. You pull it out, and you open it up, and inside is a uh, loosely wrapped in brown paper capacitor. It looks old, but it might work. Your spot-hidden, Gertie, what did you get? I passed. You passed. Uh, You look... Outside, and you see a gun with a four foot wide by three foot thick chunk of stone on his chest. And he is trying to push this thing off. Um, he's alive. He's having a lot of trouble breathing with this big chunk of stone that he's trying to roll off. Uh, I'll
3: call a shit, 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 and I'll just run out the front door and down the street. I'm
0: going to see her go, <coughs> and then I'm just going to follow.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: I
0: have this. You're actively suffocating right now as your lungs are getting crushed by this gigantic chunk of stone. As you are trying to pull this thing off, I needed for you to roll a strength check.
4: No, I did not pass.
0: No? Okay. You're going to take two more damage as this thing slowly crushes in on you. Oh. Uh, the weight itself. But as as you take that two more damage, you see you hear the sounds of footfalls and you look over to see the shape of your savior, Gertie, has arrived. <laughs> what would you like With to do? With
3: my tiny nurse arms, I am going to try and help push this rock off this man's chest. Okay.
0: <laughs> um... Directly behind her is the six-foot-four giant of a man, Rip. I'm giving you the option here. Are you going to help throw this rock off?
1: Yes. Help me get my rock off. Okay. Do you want to give me advantage on this by helping? Can we do that? Yes. So
3: here's the thing. My medical understanding, if this man's been crushed, there might be some blood gushing right away, so I might prep myself to immediately do a med check. Roll a medicine check. Okay.
0: And if you succeed, you will aid Rip. Ooh.
3: That is extreme success.
0: Ooh, goddamn. Wow. I rolled a three. Fantastic. 13, sorry, 13. Cool, uh, yeah, you would understand that he is like, he's got blood, he's coughing up blood, <clears throat> and he's uh, experiencing some severe trauma to his chest as this thing is crushing on him. You know that uh, if you roll it off, you're going to need to get in there right quick, but you have everything you need with you. Right, so you hits. start yeah. pulling that out and you <laughs> instruct Rip how to lift this thing off in what direction to aid him.
3: Yeah. I need you to turn the rock topwise, and then kind of to the left right-hand side and then just give it a little bit, a little bit of a shove.
0: You have uh, one bonus dice on this so you have an <laughs> oh, my
4: uh, Well,
0: that is a hard success. Hard success. You, with a grunt of effort, throw this rock off and it just does the one turn and lands on its side, and you free up Gun's chest. You see. Hey there, buddy. You, you've taken some heavy damage, um, and you note that close by the um, fire, there is just a roaring blaze, and you hear screaming from inside the church. Roll a medicine with advantage okay. to at least stabilize him okay. so that he's not actively dying. Okay, so it's a pass. Yeah. uh, I sh- Shit, no, sorry. It's, it's first aid for immediately after. So
3: first aid, still just a pass.
0: Okay. You go and you, you bandage him up and get him up on your feet. You gain another hit point as she manages to help you out here. And as she does so, you guys hear a loud scream behind you. And you turn to see um, Raymond Sullivan, who is the one who was talking to you at the radio and he pulls out a handgun, and he's going to point it towards you guys. What would you like to do? I'm going
3: to say, carry that man and run and give me a rifle.
0: Have my rifle.
1: <laughs> I'm going to, it's okay, buddy. We can make it. And I'm going to start dragging
0: him away. <laughs> okay. Staying low. What is your guys' dexterity checks, please? Uh, 76. 76? 76. Well, what's my number? Yeah. 90.
3: 65 for me
0: um gun you get to go first you were injured and you are getting actively helped off of the battlefield with uh by grip but what would you like to do
4: um i can't do a first aid check for myself here. no you I cannot i want to get the hell out of there
0: okay so you're just gonna run uh, yeah okay I mean, that's do well me I a favor roll a uh uh constitution check
4: pass okay You've
0: given Rip advantage on his getting away. Which, Rip?
1: Yep, what am I rolling to get away, to get us inside? Uh, roll a dexterity.
0: And I get advantage. You get advantage, yeah. That's a success. That's a success? Okay. 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 Uh, you and, you and, uh, God, dive into the uh, Messina shop as Raymond Sullivan Father of Sheriff Sullivan. Oh, shoots, your son's jacket. Shoots his pistol at the nurse standing in the alley. Bring it. Yeah, remember, there's a big ass chunk of chunk of church behind. There's by. a big yeah. ass chunk of church. Uh, he is going to hit with a hard success unless you do something.
3: Do I get advantage if I try and dodge under behind this
0: rock? No, you just get the ability to do it. Uh-huh. So you could roll a duck for cover. All right, so it's just dodge,
3: right? Yeah. Oh, thank the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's actually a, I'm going to spend three luck to make that a hard pass.
0: You duck behind this large block of stone and you hear three shots, bang, off the side of it. Um, That would have meant true. Um, you hear his insane screaming, and there is a deep howl to it that is starting to gurgle this uh, almost otherworldly aspect to this noise. Mm-hmm. I need for everyone to roll a listen check, please. I do not hear it. I do. But just barely. I do not. Okay. Okay. Uh, the sound of the roaring fire both the, beside you and uh, in front of you with the with the kennels that has gone up. Mm. The roaring fire of all that, you don't recognize this noise. However, Rip, this noise cuts into your mind, and it is a horrible twisting of uh, the human voice. I need for you to roll a sanity check. Not that it's going to matter with insanity, but. I'm buying. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, that makes it Gun's turn. Gun, you are on the floor inside of the, um, inside of the machinist shop.
4: Uh, Rip, I think we need to, uh, put down some suppressing fire and get Gertie in here. Okay. So we'll go up, I'll go up to a window and I'll pull out my pistol. And, uh, well, I mean, do I see anything first of all? Yeah, roll spot hidden. Yeah,
0: success. Okay. Um, Starting to make his way agonizingly through the flame is a seven-foot-tall Raymond Sullivan. His body is starting to twist and shape as uh, the wounds he has received are causing these mutations on his body. Um, His one arm is far longer than the other and uh, the one that is holding the gun is standard human arm but you see a second arm starting to grow off of it mm. um he is howling and you note that his jaw is broken and distended down hanging right around uh chest height as he is just howling um he is just firing his gun full tilt and there are flames and one not licking his skin as he's basically emptying the entire magazine inside of it, uh at this rock block where Nurse Gurney is standing. You see him clearly and he is standing there. He is probably about 40 yards away from you.
4: I've only got my pistol. I'm not going to be able to shoot him from
0: there. You can with a hard success. I'll try it.
4: Went from a 20 and then rolled over onto an 80. I don't I don't hit.
0: Okay. You shoot through the glass and it shatters. Him. And because it happens to hit the glass, it changes the trajectory of the bullet and just bounces harmlessly off the uh, dirt road. Rip.
1: Is gun? Does gun? Gun need help to move, or is he mobile enough on his own?
0: Uh, he could struggle on his own. He's so taken some heavy chest wounds and is just bandaged. So, like, he, uh, for all intents and purposes, he's moving at half speed. Okay,
1: that changes things. Alright, I look at him and say, suppressing fire, and I'm just going to pick up the flashlight, take a deep breath, flashlight in one hand, chain flail in the other, mm-hmm.
0: and run out, chanting and shining the flashlight into his eyes. Okay. Doing, wow. doing this song. That makes it his turn. Um, hearing your chant and the light, uh, he hisses and uh, turns his head towards you. And he's going to shoot. Now, you've distracted him. You've, he's not really quite looking at you, so he's firing with a penalty. Sure, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that the flashlight blinding. Yeah. Uh, he misses his first shot. Okay. Um, <laughs> he did, however, hit with the second shot, which was a 20. Uh, but he gets three shots. Yeah. Um, his next shot... Would you roll? I rolled two sixes. So, you can either roll to duck for cover, um, we'll do the first shot, which was the heart success, um, and... Um, do to yeah. get a dodge on the whole group of axes? Yeah, you're gonna have to. So, uh, you need to meet an extreme success to not take damage from any uh, from either bolt. For the dodge, eh?
1: Yeah. Well, okay, look, I'm rolling against a seven. And that eats my next action, right? So I'm gonna take it. Oh my God. I'd take it and keep coming at him. Okay. (sighs) It's okay, I got a nurse. So two shots hit, right? Yeah. I need, okay, yeah. The first shot is going to do two damage to you. Sure, but it'll only do one because I have leather armor on for my
0: flight jacket. The second shot, which was an extreme success. Yep. Is that what leather armor does? Yeah. Okay. So the other shot, because it is an extreme success, will impale. Sure. Which means it is going to do uh, max damage plus max uh, bonus damage. Cool. Plus an additional weapon damage dice. Good. Minus one. Which I just rolled max. Sure. I'm dead. So you take 16 damage. And it was one uh,
1: 16 minus the one. So 15 damage. damage. I have a single hit
0: point, ladies and gentlemen. Which means you fall prone and I need you to roll a con roll. Okay. Success. Success? You're not unconscious. But I'm mad. (laughs) But you're very, very mad. Gertie, it is your turn.
3: Um, so...
0: so if you were to go over to help him, you would be exposing yourself.
3: You also have the dynamite on your body, don't you? I do. Red I dynamite, dynamite is his him. name. Uh, and I'm you, gonna you
0: quickly scramble,
3: I scramble over to him. I scramble as fast as my nurse legs and arms can take me. And I will grab one of these dynamite sticks. And you have a lighter on your person, right? I, yeah. I have a lantern, actually. I have a lantern. So, There's
4: no flame inside. Let me
3: it. just light this sucker, and I'm going to...
0: Throw it down. Oh, Roller throw! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Keep in
0: mind, he has been slowly making his way towards you. Now no. he is
2: 20 yards away. <laughs> throw it 10 yards past him. You're laughing. <gasps> yes! What'd you get?
3: I'm gonna spend three luck to make that a success.
2: <laughs> is that just a success? Just a success. <laughs> are you throwing it past him?
3: Actually, hold on. How much luck do I have? I have three, seven. You on. So I will actually spend 13 to get a hard success.
0: There is a moment of silence as time seems to slow for just a moment. You hurl this stick of dynamite overhead and lay on him to protect him from what will undoubtedly be a large explosion. The dynamite hits the ground at the base of his feet, skips between his legs and rolls and hits maybe 10 yards behind him before it stops. He slowly turns and looks, his head turning 180 degrees on its shoulders, just sickening popping and cracking noises as this thing turns and moves. The jaw gets stuck on one of the shoulders and just flops wetly off the side of, uh, of him as he looks. And you hear a deep gurgling noise as this explosion goes off. I need for okay. you to roll a luck check, please.
4: Okay. Yeah, I can't with all this luck. No. No.
1: No.
3: I spent a lot, right? That's a failure? It did not pass.
0: Okay. That's
3: good I, I did not pass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are going to take a single point of damage. As chunks of road and flesh bounce off of you, and you feel a sharp pain just below your shoulder on your right arm.
4: Ugh. Is it his jaw? Yeah. You hear another
0: shattering of glass right next to you, as this resulting explosion goes off. Um, shrapnel and various other pieces of flesh and stone are flying through the windows towards
4: you. I'm gonna dodge them. Roll a up for cover. 10, that's a hard success hard success you realize this would
0: be bad and you hit the ground Um, and as you hit the ground you look forward and you see a revolver that is covered in blood and goo but it is sitting and spinning as it has flown through the window there's also pieces of flesh and bone and viscera kind of laying throughout another moment of silence And you look up from, you know, covering Rip and keeping your head uh, shielded. You look up to look around, and you see that this... You see a pair of, like, feet up into the knee are still standing where this guy was, and one of them falls haphazardly to the side. The rest of him is gone. Um, There's just gore and viscera everywhere. However, you do see shapes moving... Behind the flame within the church, yeah. as they have started to rouse and move again.
3: I'll like, try and get up to the chest We gotta move. It's okay.
4: I still got three sticks. I can take them. Uh, I'm gonna grab the revolver.
0: Uh, it's a six shooter, <laughs> like like standard 1920s era police gun. Yep. There are zero rounds left in it. I'm gonna sit up and be like, "We should go to the radio
1: tower quickly." Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um. As we're running, can I do like quick first aid check- checks just to like band up anything that are like super bleeding out? Or
0: you could do not mm-hmm. on gun. Gun. Gun has been handled. We yeah. have not rolled one for rip yet, yeah. so you could go ahead and roll one for rip. Uh,
3: so that is going to be a if it meets. It's, it's first aid, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a hard success.
0: Hard success
1: gain two hit points. Oh, okay. Um, guys, let's... let's, Okay, uh, the three
0: of you with your component, roll a luck check. What?
4: (laughs) Ooh, success.
0: Okay, it's not broken. Yeah. You just took several shots to the chest Were within 20 feet of dynamite going off, like, fell on it. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you guys get up and go. Monsieur... Noah. What? Uh, What would you like to do? You are searching through the body. You see a rifle and a small pouch full of uh, ammunition. Well, I'll take that. As you are digging through the body, you hear another uh, explosion go off. uh, Followed by, very rapidly after, another explosion. Like, pop, pop,
2: from across town. (laughs) It's like a song. How many rounds do I get? Uh, There are four rounds inside of this thing. Hunting, rifle,
0: one, two, three, four, you one, two, hear
3: it. I, I need something. Psst.
0: And you look over to see Leona, and she is doing one of the rounds, these like down the down. hurry up motion, <laughs> <laughs> and she points Six. down the road. Six. I would like for Charity
2: or to roll Six. a spot Six. hidden.
4: Oh, fantastic! Okay.
2: I just also want to quickly rifle through the pockets of this guy, see if there's no. anything important there. No. Uh, there is a small pocket Bible. A uh, large
0: gold and gem encrusted crucifix on a chain uh, hanging off of his neck. Um, there is... As you are like searching him, there is a large scar that is going from his shoulder down his body to his hip that is fresh and angry. Like this this wound that he has taken. Um, and you see as... You are inspecting him, and you're looking at the scar. You see uh, a something move within his stomach, underneath the surface. layer. Lo- lo- I now lo- know what game. that is
2: from experience. You would now
0: know what that is. As you're doing this, Leona says, hurry up. And you also note that Christine, the, the younger girl, comes over and taps you on the shoulder, and she points down the way, and you see one of these misshapen, large creatures is now turning its head and looking at you as it stands at the end. Can I see the... There's also, as you look down Broadway, you see a raging inferno at the other end of the town, right? And uh, you're standing there and you see this thing and it kind of stands up to its full height. Its arms are like cricking and and, and moving very haltedly as its bones are kind of resetting after um, it has like moved around and you see it's got three large arms that are uh one is growing out of its mid abdomen and each arm has a piece of either uh iron or uh uh, uh, one of them has a chair the other one has a um a rifle that it's holding by the barrel. And it is kind of dragging these three uh, weapons through the ground as it starts to move towards you quickly from the far end of Broadway.
2: Can I see the big, thick worm? Like, yeah, it
0: goes it, it, through the intestine and down. So, like, his belly extends and then goes back down. Oh,
2: that is gone. Well, it's not showing an effect on his stomach. If it comes back into view, I'd like to stab the worm with my bare. No,
4: I just set it on fire.
2: Uh, Leona's like, we need to go! <laughs> oh, I didn't want, did want to burn you. Okay. Uh, sure. We can go. Yes, if it's not coming back yet. Okay. Uh, roll a, uh, listen
0: as you grab your stuff in like Cool. Yeah. Um, as you get your way back up to Broad, and Wash is standing there holding this body, of the, um... of the lawyer, and you guys are starting to move your way through the town as, like, starting to run away. You hear, uh, something hit the soft, snow-covered ground, and you look over your shoulder, and you see this guy who just took some shots to, like, the, the head and neck, uh, uh. is starting to pull himself up to his... to a
2: sitting position. That guy that I just... The guy that you just shot. I was just gonna stab the worm! Uh, Should <laughs> so I set him on fire? Mm,
3: yeah, we have okay.
2: to. Uh, you don't
0: really have time as this thing is running towards you, this big monstrosity. You have cocktails.
2: Yeah, I'm going to place it because I'm not very good at throwing. I'll place a Molotov cocktail down on my feet and then I'll run with the intent of turning and shooting the Molotov cocktail. Okay. Uh, you book it and right around oh, the time. I'm lighting the Molotov cocktail.
0: Okay. Right around the time you get to the train tracks, this ghoul of this uh, crazy ex-priest who you have fought, you killed now reaches around the corner of this destroyed building. Oh, this large monstrosity of a creature is starting to get close to this as well. This is your opportunity to fire.
2: And... I should
3: I shoot? Tr- tr- I think I should shoot.
2: Uh, sure. You can shoot.
3: I have like eighty nine.
2: Should we both get a shot off to ensure that we hit this thing? I don't mind. I've got yeah. the ammo to do it. It mm-hmm. was my mistake. sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. We'll both get a shot off then to ensure that we hit this thing. Uh, okay. I'll fire my. Yeah, I'll fire a rifle. You fire a rifle. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's go. Ooh, that's oh ho! Oh. That's and an right. extreme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a deafening explosion as you guys' rifle go off at the same time, gold. and That's this ghoul turns and howls at you as your bullets hit this Molotov cock the same time. Um, one of your rifle rounds actually takes this guy, uh, takes his leg off at the knee down, and it just splinters off and spins down the road as he falls over. The road is just coated in flames. And you guys see the ghoul screaming and running around in a circle as he's coated in flame. And you see this large monstrosity pull himself uh, up and stop skidding to a halt right in front of the flames. And he's standing there staring at you. And it is this moment uh, you realize you recognize this, this monstrosity as the waiter that was inside of the inn. Um, with his slicked over blonde hair okay. and really nicely, what well, at one point was really well put together outfit, but has just become shredded and torn over his misshapen body. And he's sitting there gurgling and breathing heavily and staring daggers at you as you and the rest of the survivors make your way out to the hideout.
1: This has been an It's a Mimic production. You can find more quality content on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or at www.itsamimic.com.